Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am super excited tonight as we have the comedy writer and former Tonight Show writer Jim Shaughnessy joining us momentarily, and we're going to hear about what he's up to tonight because he's got some great projects in the works. So I just want to introduce my show, and then I'll tell everyone a little bit about who he is, and then we'll bring him on the air. started the show approximately a year and a half ago with the concept in mind to create a forum where I could bring people on in the entertainment industry to help support them and spread their names uh, to get the word out there about who they are. A little bit about myself. I have my doctorate degree in clinical psychology, and um, I work full-time as a, a forensic and clinical psychologist. But uh, my other passion is the entertainment industry, and I just really enjoy interviewing people and supporting them and, uh, as I mentioned, helping them get their name out there. Um, I'm also an independent artist. I do some um, writing for some magazines on psychology and entertainment. I have an album out as a solo artist under my name. And um, as I mentioned recently, I started my radio show, and tonight you'll learn about some other stuff that I'm going to be doing because I'm going to be working with Jim on a project. So I'm really excited about getting involved in uh, the television kind of film type of world and seeing what I have to offer there too. So if you're tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. If you want to call in and ask questions, you can dial 805-243-1320. I also have the number available in the chat room, and I will try to go back and forth if people are in the chat room and have questions, but I do kindly request that you call in just because I am a one-person show, and I really want to make sure that I'm staying focused on my guest and the interview. All right, a couple of things to please keep in mind, and this is, I guess, comical in, in a way in and of itself, is um, although I'm a clinical psychologist, my show is meant for only entertainment purposes. Uh, there's no therapy going on here on the air. Um, I'm not a Dr. Phil. I'm not a pop psychologist. Um, no, uh, you know, uh, nothing bad about that, but I do take my job very seriously. Um, so if people have questions, I would be more than happy to answer them in a general educational format, but it's not going to be any type of formal therapy or treatment. And the other thing I kindly request, because I'm sure Jim's going to have some great stories tonight, is, um, you know, if you want to talk about any stories that might be embarrassing or humiliating to persons, organizations, et cetera, just to keep any identifying information anonymous, because the show isn't meant to personally humil- humiliate or embarrass anyone. All right, so let me give you some information about Jim, and then we're going to bring him on the air. So I did have the uh, the honor and pleasure of interviewing him exactly a year ago today, which is kind of strange, uh, October 4th. And uh, he had come on the air last year. He was promoting his web series called Effing With Tonight, which was uh, picked up by uh, Sony Entertainment um, Television, Sony Pictures Television. And uh, it just it was an amazing show. If people haven't seen it, you have to check it out. You can go to crackle.com, and that's where it's at. And some of the people involved in it were Patrick Warburton, uh, Rachel Butera, Jay Lamont, Joe Cipriano, Jared Caldwell, and a ton of other people. So it's a really cool web series, so people have to check it out. Another couple of things about Jim is that uh, he's been involved in the comedy writing world for a very long time now. He uh, is a former writer for The Tonight Show. He's also worked with another bunch of amazing people, including, let me get my list here because the list goes on and on with him. Um, 
He's worked with Conan O'Brien, Bill Maher, Keenan Ivory Wayans, Craig Kilborn, and many others, to name a few. So again, I don't want to give too much away because we're going to hear a little bit about his background, how he got involved in comedy writing, and then we're going to delve into the new project that he is coming on to promote tonight. Hey, Jim, how are you? You're good, Terry. Uh, it's uh, it's an honor to be back on the program. Uh, Thank you. Uh, my my anniversary date from last year. That's right, our anniversary now. This is uh, yeah, so now we a, have an anniversary. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure my wife and and your uh, fiance would be thrilled to hear that. So. Yes, boyfriend. But thank oh, you. Oh, I, 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 I don't want to move. Call. I don't want to move things along too quickly. <laughs> We've been been together for a long time, so I guess you could say he is kind of a a common-law husband, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it'll make for a good good conversation later on today. Exactly, exactly. So so welcome. So, yeah, I figured we could – we do have a lot of people in the chat room tuning in, which is great. And as I mentioned, please please call in to ask Jim questions, and you can always catch the podcast if for some reason uh, you can't tune in until later. So um, let's yeah, let's start a little bit about just kind of filling the audience in on who you are and your background, and yeah, give us some stories. How did you get involved in comedy writing? Okay, uh, for anybody who doesn't know who I am, which is I'm sure everybody. Uh, no, I no, I, I I I'm originally from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I got started as a comedy writer. Uh, around 1994, uh, and my first uh, job actually was uh, as a freelance uh, writer with uh, Late Night with Conan O'Brien. And uh, actually, a little bit prior to that, I uh, thought it was a good idea to maybe try out some stand-up comedy, uh, which really scared the shit out of me immediately. And I, I realized I just don't have the temperament uh, I, I'm, I'm way too nervous when I'm getting up on stage. And uh, I just figured that there's got to be a better way to get this material that I think and I, I'm pretty sure is pretty strong out there. And that's when I started doing a little bit of uh, research. And I I found that there was some comedy writing organizations around. There was, um, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Gene Parrott who actually was um, Carol Burnett's head writer and this, okay. I know it's it sounds like I'm like 60 something years old but no, uh, no. this no uh he uh he had a comedy writer newsletter where you uh you can uh, subscribe to it and you could also submit your own material uh and if he if he liked the stuff he would publish it uh, you wouldn't get paid but you had to get your material out there so I thought that was a great way to test the waters and see if I have what it takes to do this and uh, sure enough, uh, after a little while of getting the feel of it, uh, I started getting some of my jokes uh, in the monthly uh, newsletters. Nice, so I kind of nice. kind of got hooked a little bit there, and and I thought, wow, maybe maybe this could really turn into something. And how awesome would it be to actually make some money doing it? Uh, and then I uh, was able to through the newsletter and through uh, the, some correspondence. Uh, with some other writers, I found that uh, some of the late-night talk shows and stand-up comics would uh, purchase material on a freelance basis uh, from up-and-coming or, you know, budding comedy writers. And so I uh, I actually uh, came out to uh, Palm Springs for uh, Gene's uh, 
newsletters uh, comedy convention in 1994. Okay. And that's when, as fate would have it, I actually uh, met uh, the uh, former uh, head writer of The Tonight Show, who's uh, since moved on to uh, doing some other uh, amazing projects. Uh, his name is uh, Joe Maderos. And uh, just to give him a little bit of a of a plug here, I, I'm, sure. I'm really thrilled with uh, the stuff that he's been doing. He's he has a uh, a documentary film coming out. I, I believe it's actually uh, debuting sometime uh, very soon. It's uh, it's at a few different film festivals. It's um, I believe it's uh, entitled The Missing Piece. Okay. Uh, I, I apologize if I'm getting that uh, wrong a little bit. It's uh, it's about the theft of the uh, Mona Lisa, actually, and he he's apparently been obsessed with this for a long time, and he uh, he's been working on the film diligently for a long time too. And uh, I I've seen some advanced clips, and it looks really really unbelievable. Uh, it's he's done all his homework. He's interviewed uh, families over in Italy, and I I, I highly recommend. Checking and checking into googling it, seeing if you can find the missing piece, uh, the the search uh, for the Mona Lisa, or, and it's all about the theft of the painting itself, which was uh, apparently stolen. I I didn't know anything about that because I barely graduated high school. So, uh, <laughs> but very cool. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Joe was uh, Joe was at to you know digress. Well, he was at the uh, convention in '94. He was talking to everybody about what it took uh, to become a, uh, a late-night talk show writer, and I was fascinated uh, for a few different reasons. For the material, uh, I kind of really resonated with like a short-form type of, uh, of you know, t- short-form kind of joke writing, and as opposed mm-hmm. to you know film writing. And it turns out, and this is just incredibly bizarre, and I told this story last year. Uh, he he's actually from my hometown. Oh wow! Joe, Joe, and and I uh, grew up within uh, 20 minutes of each other. He lived in, um, I believe it was Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. I was from Warminster, Pennsylvania, so it was like 20 minutes away. And I was cool. just floored by that. I'm like, this guy is basically my neighbor, and he's the head writer of the Tonight Show. I'm like, I think, I think I might be able to do this. I, I don't know. It's like uh, he seemed like a regular guy. I mean, he was funny and everything, but like it didn't take. Uh, you know, it wasn't some 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 guys who went to to Harvard, and it wasn't. It was not that um, I don't know where he went to college, but uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't this unobtainable thing, basically. Right. Was, he, he gave me that hope, like, and every guy like me could do it. So, That's really cool. And he told me at that point, I. I couldn't exactly start with the Tonight Show, and he, he was right. I kind of had to cut my teeth a little bit and work my way up. So, I uh, I actually uh, start. He he suggested I contact some of the other late night shows and see if they uh, had took took on freelancers. And uh, after some digging around there, I got in with uh, Conan O'Brien, and I moved on from there after about a year or so to uh, Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher when he was still in New York. And I have a, I have a cat chiming in in the background here. If you, I'm not, not abusing a baby or anything. Yes? Okay. Oh, right. I do hear him. Yeah, see that? <laughs> see? I'm very domestic also. Yeah, That's so. awesome. I have a cat too, but mine doesn't make much noise. But your guy's definitely talking over there. 
Yes, oh, he certainly is. Uh, <laughs> it's a party line now. Um, That's but, fine. You can bring him on too. He can he can be a part of the uh, interview tonight if he'd like. So, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I got on this call, he just decided he had to hone in on this. That's um, fine. But anyway, yeah, I I moved on uh, to uh, politically incorrect in like 1995. Uh, worked with Bill uh, on a freelance basis for a couple years. Then uh, work, uh, was with uh, the Keenan Ivory Wayans uh, late night show for a little while. Uh, moved on there. It, I mean, the life of a freelancer was kind of probably still is. Uh, it, you know, it, you sort of have a limited shelf life with with TV shows, and they change producers and they change uh, direction on you know the people they that they they want to bring in and they have their own people and mm-hmm. you know it's um, So that's interesting Jim tell us a little bit about that in terms of that's an interesting term you use you know a, a limited or a short shelf life. So yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about you know what is that experience like knowing that like you're saying things change very quickly they bring their own people in how do you kind of cope with that as advice for maybe other people who are writers or want to be freelance writers? Well, it's uh it's basically it's um it's kind of a temperament thing uh, if you get in with a show that uh you you know you you really uh are are kind of uh comfortable with the either the head writer or uh some of the other writers that are there you you kind of uh you kind of have a good rapport and it it just makes it it makes uh it makes the experience a lot more uh of camaraderie rather than competition mm-hmm. you know it's because essentially I, as a freelancer you're trying to fill a spot for some jokes that a staff writer could be uh supplying so there right. is that a little bit of competitiveness but uh essentially it's just you know the it's the whims of the executives it's uh if they if they decide you know what uh maybe maybe we should give some other some guy some other guys a chance we uh, there's friends of you know either the, uh, right. the head writer or some of the writers, the executive producers, who are really funny stand-up comics, and they want they want to kind of slide them in and give them a try. It's you um, you you're really constantly having to prove yourself if you're going to be uh, doing any freelance work for a television show. I would say it's uh, you're kind of auditioning for your job all the time. It's like wow. you're, you're only as, you're only as good as your last batch of jokes or uh, if you have a dry spell or something where they just didn't happen to use some of your stuff that you really knew was good for whatever mm-hmm. reason, um, it does take a little bit of luck that way. Um, it takes a hell of a lot of perseverance and dogged determination and never letting them pretty much tell you that, uh, oh, this really isn't the, this isn't good or this isn't the right uh, stuff that we're looking for. You have to do your own homework. You have to get the voice of the host down cold, and you, you just wow. Have to... And how do you do? I mean, how do you do that? For example, like just is it just a lot of homework in terms of watching, monitoring, yeah, watching picking it, up? Yeah, essentially, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it's studying their style. Uh, it's knowing what wow. the tendencies would be. It's yeah, you're um, you're trying to become their voice. Essentially, you you have to have that in your head. You. Like how would uh, how would Jay Leno say something like this, or or would he even do a joke like this, or you know it might not be within his uh, sensibilities. 
it's either it's too dirty or it's uh, maybe it's too harsh or uh, maybe it's a topic that he doesn't uh, feel comfortable covering. Or, mm-hmm. So that you have to know the tendencies of the host. That, that's one of the biggest things. Wow, and I'm sure that takes a lot of right understanding, and I'm sure that's kind of, would you say a lot of it's not, I don't want to say intrinsic, but I think some people probably have a a better knack for it than others, would you say, so to speak? Yeah, I, I think it uh, it is a, it can be a learned thing, but mm-hmm. it, does, it does take um, a lot of commitment to to uh to really lock in on a, a comedian or host's voice. I mean you uh there are there are a lot of people that you know I've been friends with in the comedy writing business that they're they're really funny people but uh they believe that a joke's funny and if you just give it to uh somebody it's like well if you if you want to use that um just just change it around to fit your voice. It's like no, you you can't do that as a writer. Right. Right. They don't. They they're paying you to give them something that they can just go and perform on the air. They don't want to have to go and go rewrite and uh, restructure and change wording. And I mean that's that's what uh, a lot of your job is to get the precise verbiage out there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wow. it's uh, you, basically uh, I, I, you really have to to be a successful comedy writer. In any area, you have to be a student of the game. I, I feel you have to you have to absorb as much uh, information about the show or the project or the performer as you possibly can. Right. So in a way, you're kind of you got to be a little bit of a psychologist too, because you got to kind oh, of like yeah, said, yeah. pick out no, the nuances exactly right. and be able to read the person and yeah, get into their world. So that's really cool. Really cool. All right, so why don't we do this? I, I figure let's take a break because we really want to kind of get into the uh, meat, so to speak. I don't know why I'm saying that, but of <laughs> the yeah. interview well, that I there are a lot promote. of male listeners, so of course, yeah, <laughs> you, you want to throw, throw that out there, sure. See, there you go. I'm becoming a little bit of a, a comedy person myself. Um, so, yeah, so why don't I do that, Jim? I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to introduce the audience to some uh, interesting campaign ads we have coming out tonight, and then we're going to get into uh, what you're up to next. Sounds good. Okay, hold on. All right, everyone, again, you are listening to the comedy writer Jim Shaughnessy, and uh, right now we are going to take a quick break. I'm going to play for you some uh, interesting campaign ads tonight, and uh, I just wanted to kind of to set up the stage, so to speak, by saying that me personally, I'm not really a big uh, person into politics, but uh, I recently heard this new campaign ad for Mitt Romney's campaign that's trying to bring in gay voters, and it sounds like Mitt really does support the gay community. So I want the audience to uh, check this out, listen to it, and please pay attention to it, and then uh, we'll come back in a moment. Mitt Romney knows what traditional values mean to the same-sex community. He fought for equal rights and equal pay for Asian American workers at Glory Hole establishments throughout our nation. His health care plan has a zero deductible and covers all cosmetic proctology procedures, including bleaching, bronzing, and chemical tank tinting. He attended a ribbon-cutting ceremony for 400 men and women who are back to work at a ball gag assembly plant in Akron, Ohio. I'm Ed Romney, and mmm. Paid for by the Church of Latter-day Saints. Okay, everyone, so now you heard that ad. Now, the second radio ad uh, that Romney has 
is uh, really going after President Obama on his endorsement of gay people. So I don't know if I personally agree with this, but uh, I want you guys to be the judge of this. So let's check this out, and then uh, we'll be back in a second. Barack Obama claims he is a supporter of same-sex Americans, but is he really? In 2011, the gay car manufacturer Saturn had to officially close its doors for good. And in 2012, Barack Obama's failed economy caused 163 small gay pornography companies to lose over 70% of their customers to big sodomy. Is this his idea of help? Isn't it time you had a dream you can believe in? I'm Ed Romney, and I appear to love my wife. Paint for by Citizens Against Certain Intolerance. All right, everyone. So you've heard both of these campaign ads, and actually those were ridiculous ads from a new web series that is currently being uh, written and produced by Jim Shaughnessy. It's called We Approve This Message. And uh, currently the pilot episode is in the works, so we're going to be getting into talking about that. So We Approve This Message is a web series of absurd comedic presidential campaign ads starring the most recognizable Barack Obama impersonator and uh, also Mitt Romney impersonator. The show is written and executive produced by former Tonight Show writers Jim Shaughnessy and Richard Marcus, along with writer and producer Jared Cardwell, and uh, who's written for Arsenio Hall and George Lopez. And also, I'm excited to announce that I'm going to be working as an executive producer on the project. So we greatly appreciate your support. Uh, We are looking to uh, raise some money for this to assist with the production and the development of it. We have amazing perks and rewards available to anyone who would like to contribute. You can start out at $10, and it goes all the way up from there. And please go to weapprovedthismessage.com. All right, let's bring Jim on, and then we might actually have a special guest calling in, it looks like. So let me bring Jim back. Uh, Yes. Jim, you're back. I am back. And it looks like someone's calling in. I'm not sure who it is, but we might have a special guest calling in. Okay. All right, right, you ready? So let's do that, and then we're going to delve into uh, talking about your project. This is is my life kind of thing. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, so 503, you are on uh, the Carrie Edelman Show with Jim Shaughnessy. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yeah, this is, this, hi, Jim? Yes. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't the special guest you thought that might be on. I know. Can we this hang up the, on this man immediately? <laughs> this, is the other, this is the other special guest. Yeah, this is a very least... special guest. Yeah. <laughs> This is uh this is uh, Mr. Richard Marcus, uh my uh one of my writing partners on the project. Oh, okay. Hi Richard. Oh I'm sorry. I was anticipating No, I know, were... I know, I know who you thought it was going to be. Yes, I'm I know. Sorry. Going, no, highly, no, highly sorry. disappointing. Yes. No. Yeah, right. I love to have an introduction where everyone is highly disappointed. That's Oh, it's that's you. Just, oh, I'm sorry. It's just you, yeah. What the heck? Well, we're excited uh, want, to have you on, Richard. <laughs> you, you handled that very well, Carrie, and I apologize for not being who we thought it was. That's okay. okay. Can, you're, you're just as good. We're just as excited to have you on. We can edit all this out later, so that's fine. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, I want to say that uh, I'm, I'm actually looking at your website picture now, and uh, if you know, I'm looking at the picture of you, Carrie, and look, if I had known what you, you were a full psychologist, I would have – 
got into therapy years ago. Oh, there we are. <laughs> Looking Thank at, you. All the smooth. Actually, probably I would have had more issues. Of Mr. Richard Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> no, my my wife doesn't like me to date, so I. No, no, no. Just to hit on uh, podcasts or broadcasters. That's hit on a podcast. <laughs> I am a comedy writer, and we're desperate people. So. Oh, indeed. I think Jim Medeiros, I think he actually did go to Harvard. Mr. Medeiros? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Well, I, I certainly apologize I, again. I'm kidding. I have no idea if he went to Harvard. Oh, of course you're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> he was a I, Yale man, clearly. I have, uh, I have I no know. idea where he was. I know he's a college he guy, but he's a very, yeah, very right. funny guy, and he's got a great project. So. By the way, he lives near you, he lives near you now. Yes, he's literally in, in the other room. Like he gave me that. No, I mean plug. he's in Westlake Village. Yes, he, he is. We actually live in the uh, same community. So you're basically stalking him. Yeah, I'm stalking him with uh, with plugs for his new movie. Yeah. Yes, that's what I meant. No, no. He, I uh, try to pick up beautiful women hosts, and you try to pick up really strange looking writers. That's right. <laughs> Who've been highly influential in my career. So yeah, I, yeah. It's, and, and it's I, a and I, I don't yeah. like that cut. I didn't like that cut where you said, uh, "Oh, don't think I'm like 60." Because he, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, Richard. <laughs> by the way, how, how old are you? Are you 60? I I'm not sure. I don't. I don't look. I've got the mental abs of a 27 year old. Yeah. <laughs> he has the yeah. He has the dulcet radio tones of, of a 56 year old. So yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, is. Uh, well, welcome, the, Richard. The, the, Why don't you um, yeah, give us give yourself a plug. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to talk about the project. And if you want to stay on for a little bit, it's up to you. Oh yes, I, okay. I, I, as, as as Jim was saying, most of us comedy writers, and he did it very very eloquently. Um, <laughs> he forgot the fact that we're like we stay in rooms by ourselves, <laughs> or with other people who want to kill us, and you know it's it's a tough life. So when we're actually talking to someone who's not a comedy writer. You know, we just—it's really like a special. You know, we right? Just, you know, so I'll stay on the line for, even after you're off the air. I'll talk to nobody. Um, okay. No, I've—I've I've been a—I've been a writer for actually. The funny thing is that Jim and I met at the uh, the well, place where he actually didn't belong. Oh, uh, we, Holly, in Hollywood, I think. <laughs> we met. We met at the reunion of the Real Tonight Show. Yeah. Oh wow. Show. Yeah, I, I I wrote. I'm so old that How I wrote. Old are for the, you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so old that I'm a Jewish and from New York. I can talk like this, and it doesn't look funny. Yeah, uh, I I actually wrote. I wrote for the Johnny Carson Tonight Show. That's how old I am. No, and, you're not. Uh, are you? I, I don't guys look are I still know. alive, are they? Oh my God! <laughs> yes, it's amazing, Carrie. Somebody no. my age can still no, put no, no, no. whole sentences. <laughs> I was, no, you don't. You don't. I just thought you were similar to, you know, probably Jim. I didn't. No, yeah. we are oh, nowhere near oh, he's, no. <laughs> he's, he's way older than me. Oh, good. Way older. Yes. It's probably because I have, I have, um, I have children that I, I wrote I'm, for a lot. Uh, I wrote for. Yeah. yeah <laughs> can I say uh, a cue on the air? No, I can't. Yeah, it's a good. Um, you can, yeah. Okay. I mean, I have that show rated as uh, mature, so. <laughs> yeah. But that that was a good line. That was a good line. I, I I started back. I started writing for like Sesame Street, and Real Monsters. Wow. 
and um, uh, dinosaurs and Ren and Stimpy rock and roll. Literally dinosaurs, yes. Yeah, literally. Keep it up. (laughs) Keep it up. I'm being nice. I know. I'm being nice. So sure. anyway, so having children, you you have a choice. Either you can be an adult, which I ne- was never a choice for me, or stay this age, so mm-hmm. I can write for those shows. So I, I never got past that. Cool. And how did you and Jim meet? We met at the actual uh, reunion of people who wrote for the Tonight Show. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then from there, yeah. you guys just built a relationship and started working with each other. Actually, he uh, is such a great ass. Yeah. He was so cute. That's what uh, that's called the that's called building a relationship. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I, no, I, we uh we we actually uh Richard lives uh in Oregon of all places. Now, oh, wow. now. the mecca oh. of, of entertainment. But, yeah, right. Uh, the, the Comedy Central. <laughs> and, uh, God kill me no, now. He lives, he lives a normalish life in Oregon as opposed to living out here in Hollywood. And we've been we've been corresponding with each other with each other by email and phone and um, we worked on a couple other projects prior yeah. to this, and this was uh, this was an opportunity to uh, to branch out and do something completely different than we've done in the past. And you know, and the the timeliness of it was just perfect. Uh, right. So why don't let's that's a perfect segue, Jim. Why don't you start talking about you know so the audience can really get a good flavor from you and Richard um, about we approve this message and start telling us a little bit about. How did you come up with the concept? You know, how did you create this uh, this web series and this idea that you guys have? Well, the the uh, the origin of it actually was I I wanted to do something with um, the uh, Barack Obama uh, voice impersonator that was uh, actually on my cartoon show, uh, Effing with Tonight. He did such an awesome Obama. That I, I thought, well, if I can get another vehicle for him, and really get his name out there and, and showcase this amazing impersonation. So, I was watching uh, the actual uh, Barack Obama's uh, weekly address that they have mm-hmm. on the White House website, and he was just sitting there, just having a very casual conversation with uh, America. And I thought that this would be a great kind of venue to feature uh our impersonator but it, and it sort of spun off of that that it it turned into well then i then i sort of i kind of came across a um a really really great uh Mitt Romney impersonator that we're currently working with mm-hmm. uh Mr. Mike Cody who is just he he's probably the only uh Romney impersonator that actually resembles Romney. There's right, a lot right, of guys right. running around that uh, are, are pretending uh, that they're Romney, but he's getting work as Romney. So um, I contacted him, and Richard and I were just corresponding about, you know, what would what would the format of this show really be? And uh, and you, you can you can take it from there if you want, Rich. I mean, Jim Jim is not. First of all, Jim is not giving himself enough credit. Okay. And our our projects never start the calm way that he's saying. For the listeners, please. Yes. Okay. No, no, we've <laughs> got to be truthful here. You know, we've okay. got to be cause, okay because there's enough stuff out there. Jim, when Jim has a project idea, 
It's like you can hear it rumbling in the distance. I can hear it all the way from L.A., and it's this train wreck. And the phone rings. I pick it up. He goes, I am so pissed at the pandering and the bullshit. That's, we got to do something. We must yeah. do something. That's Jim. That's the guy awesome. you hear right now, this fuzzy, yeah. delightful, sweet bear of a man. Bullshit. And that was, he gets that, that on was, the phone. That was free electro. I'll just say that right now. Okay. It, it is, it, and I'm going. Oh God, he's going to take me someplace. Yes, we're going to do this, and we're going to raise money because this must be done. The minute he says that, I'm a dead man because there's nothing you could do. You do not get out of his way. Wow. And, you know, well, the, you know what? I have to say, I love that about Jim because. I've tried to, and we could talk maybe off the air sometime, Richard, because you sound really interesting. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I've worked with so many different people in entertainment, and I have that, you know, 150% drive and dedication and motivation and perseverance, and everyone always lets me down because no one's like the way I am. I'm just like, go for everything oh, I want to go for. you've met so, your match. I know. So when I met Jim and I really see him pushing this through, it's just been, for me, just a pleasure and a breath of fresh air because it's just so cool well, to finally be working with like-minded people. That, that's great. The thing is that you've got to understand, with Jim, there's two words that follow him around a lot. Uh-oh, restraining, restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait. Well, we'll talk, I can't talk much on the air, but that's what I do. I work in prison. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm headed there. Oh, a yeah. marriage made in heaven. Because so he, needs to, to be, he needs to be locked up. Yeah, the yeah. guy needs to I, I actually got to say, I adore it. We were just talking today about this because, you know, even though we're approaching, you know, we want to raise the money, and we do truly both believe in in just dumping on these guys and, and the entire political uh, system, which is just so annoying to so many people. Right. And and that's the passion that comes in into it. But I can always count on Jim to, like, go uh, – well, I uh, called 9,300 people today. I said, well, we just got off the phone. What are you? you know, and, and I told him that, like, if my daughter ever got married, we'd be sitting in an office together. And, go, I, and he'd come in and go, I arranged the whole marriage. I arranged the whole wedding. It's all done. <laughs> I took a long lunch, and I did the whole – like, he's amazing that way, and he gets things done. That's but awesome. it's, truly, it's truly because um, – this thing drives us both crazy. I mean, you know, so we talk want to a little bit the... about, please plug the website and what you guys are doing right now. And I mean, I'm assisting to, to, you know, try to raise some financial, I want to use nice terms. I don't want to say, you know, asking for money, but you know, we're looking for contributors no, and supporters for... yeah. to develop the project. <laughs> well, well, here's the idea. We're asking but... for money. Yes. Give us money <laughs> so we can do funny things and save <laughs> the country. <laughs> That's okay. right. So go ahead uh, well, and, and plug essentially, the website. Yeah, essentially, uh, uh, we uh, at, at this point, I was able to somehow scrape some money together to do the pilot episode of this thing that I'm going to be uh, debuting. I believe uh, it'll be up uh, on the uh, on the web by tomorrow if all goes uh, as planned. Nice. Uh, so everybody will get a chance to check that out um, and. It, it's just it's just very very expensive uh, to do any any anything in, in this business. I mean, to, in order to get voiceover people, to get an editor, to cut together clips, to mm-hmm. obviously get some cameramen, uh, you know, it you know to pay what? actors to, to and we and we are as the writers and producers are always the last ones to to see any money from these projects yeah. and. 
which is the way it should be because uh, a lot of these people, almost everybody associated with this, is lending, generously lending their time and talent right. to this. So I can't thank right. them enough. So. And I think yeah. that's it truly is a group of people. It's a group of people who truly believe in what what they're doing, and they are magnificent. I mean, I got to say that. You know, um, it's one thing when we who create it say, "Okay, hey, we're going to do this for free," but it's another thing when these people, you know, do this the way they're doing it. Yeah, because right. honestly, I, uh, I, I got to give a lot of credit to uh, Reggie Brown, who he is the oh, yeah. quintessential Barack Obama impersonator that any everybody has seen. Uh, if you if you've seen an Obama impersonator on television, this is him. He's mm-hmm. been everywhere. He's uh, he's working harder than the president himself right now with public <laughs> appearances, and he is um, he, he is so busy. But uh, when I uh, contacted him about this project, he said, "You know what? I think this is incredibly funny, and it's a, it's an awesome idea, and uh, I'd be happy to uh, help you guys out with the pilot." So, so and did it, you, it and I just mention the fact. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what, go ahead, Richard. Okay. okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Ah. Go. Oh, no, I was going to say that the, what you played on the air has a visual with it. We have visuals. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what, those, right. what those stupid uh, fake commercial things that Carrie was playing, it, there's full video with those. And we, we're just using the audio because it basically translates, I think, and it gets the point across. But they're meant to be uh, viewed and heard. So. We have, they're a lot so of good. Yes. They're so good that they work on but, radio. They're, they're That's multifaceted. Right. Yes. So I think just to give the audience a real good flavor of just again conceptualizing what the project is about and what's your ultimate goal with it, because you know maybe people might have questions like, well, it's, it's kind of a time sensitive thing. The right, elections right. are coming up. Mm-hmm. So why don't you guys really hone in on again just give a couple of bullets of what this project's about and what's the ultimate goal and where's this project going to go. Well, uh, and I'll let, let Richard uh, follow up with this. Uh, I the idea now is to, you know, skewer these guys with within the next five weeks, which everybody's going to be inundated with these campaign ads that bore and piss the people off beyond belief. Mm-hmm. So we want we want to just do some uh, bring some wackiness to it of, you know, that all the the candidates basically they. In any of these ads that everybody, is, you know, flips the channel when they come on, uh, it's always this uh, cryptic pandering that's going on. It's always uh, the, these vague uh, facts that are being floated up. We're just going to have these guys go after, directly go after voting demographics, go after gay voters, go after female voters, black voters, you know, and, and how would they attempt to pull those voters in and mm-hmm. also to disparage the other candidate with with crazy, ludicrous, you know, uh, absurd <laughs> suggestions. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, that's the essence of it. It's um, it's a lot of over overblown, you know, uh, ideas of what they're what they're they're the lies are just so over the top that uh, you know it. It, we're trying to be as creative and as clever with uh, the suggestions that what, of what they're going to do as possible. Yeah, I would I would say you know there it's cutting through the rhetoric that is such an, a needed thing to do. 
I mean, I think our country's become, I mean, I, I speak for myself, so yeah. cynical, so cynical. And, you know, I, I've got to admit, I mean, yes, I'm a, an Obama, uh, uh, I will vote for, for Obama, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I've got to accept the fact that there's a lot of things that he didn't do. And I, I get very frustrated by the fact that, you know, can't one of the Democrats stand up and go, look, he came into this thing, the entire country was screwed up. He didn't do it. But, right. but they're like, well, we're not going to really say that, and we're going to be really polite about it. And polite doesn't cut it anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. not with what's going on. I think that for our purpose is to have hopefully younger people, you know, uh, you know, young people say, wait a second. Sort of like The Daily Show, but doing it even more perhaps pointedly by going, you know, let's really show you what they're really saying. You know, and let's, you know, what is, and, and I think the word pandering, that I like was that. the first word that I heard, uh, which is what they're all doing. I mean, they literally showed on the other night, I don't remember what show it was on, a clip of Romney pandering by trying to sound black. Right. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, who let, who let the dogs out? He really said that. And you go, are you kidding me? Wow. But the media, the media doesn't, they don't stick with it. They don't. Neither side. I mean, Jim Lear last night was like he was like a sock puppet, you know. And 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 they, especially when Romney says, "Sorry, I'm going to be firing you." Right. I mean, I the, yeah, the debate. The debate yeah. last night was was a was a mostly just a snooze fest with a bunch of <laughs> overblown facts and uh, you know that nobody could really run. They, you you can't really track all that stuff with these. Uh, $12 trillion is going to go to the subsidies for oil distribution. And, and it's like, no no, no one, we, we really want common sense uh, Well, that's, answers. you know what, and that's, as you guys are talking, i got to interrupt for a minute, but that's, you know, as a psychologist, these, these are the type of people that I eat up in terms of, I just find it fascinating that they have this kind of susceptibility, this vulnerability, and that they just look up to these people as though they're some, like, deity or something. It's just hysterical. So, but well, you made, it's scary. You know, saying, it's scary. But saying it's common sense, that's right. I mean, if anyone's listening, right, $12 trillion or whatever ever you're saying, it's just impossible. It's just ludicrous. Well, yeah, yeah. If, you're, yeah, if you're not an accountant and you're not a mathematician and uh, you're, you're, not a, you're not really that schooled in, uh, in all of these figures and percentages and, and, and you know, the government uh, in, it, in and of itself, uh, these aren't the these aren't the, the things that really uh, are, are resonating with the average voter uh, or potential right. voter. If you're if you're looking to bring people in as a new voter, don't dazzle them with uh, you know trigonometry. It's just that that's not exactly the way to hook somebody. It's if you're looking for people trying to make up their mind, tell you know be, be a little more uh, real. Be, the word, these are these are the these word are, is real, right? Yeah. They're, they're, the, uh, I mean, both of them stand up there, and you, you want to shake them. And I want, and I would like the audience that we have that that we're doing some shaking for them by pulling the carpet out from underneath. These guys, they both. I mean, they they're politicians. Right. I think the guy that the guy that wins would be going. You know, I just would love, you know, to see Obama go. Oh, come on! Right. Are you kidding me, Mitt? Seriously. During the debate, you wanted you you want uh, Jim Lair to say, "You'll have two minutes, 
uh, but during those two minutes, if uh, the other candidate would like to call bullshit on anything, please yeah. do so. And then you, <laughs> that's what you want. It's like, no, yeah. that's fucking shit. It's like, Have are you kidding? Are you trying one. to sell that? Are you trying to sell that? To yeah, you know, exactly. There's nothing. You guys, you know what? I just had an idea. You guys should, I don't know, it's time sensitive, but you should try to get the uh, the two impersonators and put them in a scenario where they're on those podiums. Going, right. You know, just going back we'll and forth. We'll do, yeah, stuff. We do, the, do, <laughs> do the debate the way it should be done, the right. way people would want it to be done. <laughs> That's a good idea. You're <laughs> yeah, hired. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh Jim, I already am hired. I'm part of the executive producer. Well, the whole... Uh, the, right, <laughs> that's humor. The idea, that's humor. The idea of... Uh, I mean, for anybody who did watch the debate, the only thing that anybody is going to remember is the absolutely insane words that came out of uh, Mitt Romney's mouth that he likes Big Bird. Uh, he, he's a fan. He likes he likes PBS. He likes... Big, uh, he... And, but essentially, he likes Jim Lair, but... You know, because PBS is being uh, subsidized by the Chinese, apparently, they're all going to be out of work. So him, Big Bird, you know, the, the entire Sesame Street gang, the electric company, oh the God. puffy cloud guy, they, they're all going to be down the unemployment line. you got to get Chinese. someone to dress up as Big Bird, guys. you got to get someone to dress up as Big Bird put them in, like, a car driving down the street or something. Like, <laughs> I, With a big sign so around sad. his neck going, I'm fired. You know, yeah, exactly. I, we'll, we'll, work like, for, you know, we'll work for, for Birdseed. Yeah, I like you guys. I love you guys. Not enough to let you keep your jobs, but I really, really, uh, I feel for you. Nobody mentioned the fact that he was doing exactly what he did at Bain Capital. Right. You know, firing people. And it was the way he said it. I I like you, but uh, you're fired. No, 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 no. It's not. Yeah, it's it's nothing personal. I really like you. I just like you with. I just like you without your employment and your debt. We we saw what he does to people. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're, right. we're, we're we're getting a little political here. It's the idea is to have no, both no, it's, sides. It's still, as long as it's comedy right. no, and Obama, it's done in good oh, fun, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. It's not like you guys are trying oh, to create something. Be, right. If it wasn't comedy, we'd be loading M15s. <laughs> right. This is this is what comedy writers do with our anger. Right. You know, we right. we, we make but, it into into funny things. You know, Obama at the same time is over there. Uh, almost nodding off, and you know, yeah, fiercely, exactly. like he's ordering, he's ordering a, a you know, a, an anniversary gift on Amazon or something for his <laughs> wife. On, uh, I'm sorry, uh, sweetie. I, I mean, just by the way, very, very smart move to start off. You, na- you, he nailed the the female vote even harder, sweetie. I just want to tell you, I don't want to be up here. I'd rather be with you during our anniversary. Yeah, oh you know, baby, wh- right out of the gate, oh, smooth, totally smooth. <laughs> <laughs> covered his ass. He's got more more of the female vote. He he he's he's you know he's always got game. He always it's, he's hey, got a good it's, opener. It's so, a Barry White move. Yeah. Oh right. baby. Yeah yeah. He, Sorry I'm up here. And, <laughs> but that I mean that's yeah that, that's the charisma of Obama. Even he he was only on half speed last night and he still he still managed to uh, to get that in. Uh, now they're, Romney, they're, Romney was a—he was apparently on on coke or something because he was Red he's Bull. Totally, he's totally fired up. <laughs> now remember what you he, said about Red Bull, Jim? Yeah, right. I'm setting exactly, you up. Yeah. I'm setting you up here, Jim. Here's no, no, I don't, I don't remember jokes. I'm Jim, remember what you said about Red Bull? Yes, remember the 
there's nothing uh, that the, the Mormons uh, approve of Red Bull. Apparently, there's there's nothing. Uh, there's no inebriants in there or some. I don't know. I don't. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the stock lines that we worked out. Oh, for crying out, out loud! That's why you're not a stand-up comic. No, no, no I don't remember. Right. They they but, found nothing yeah. in there chemically that they could identify. Right. So that's what they're allowed to drink. Now it's funny. Now I okay. No, but now um, well, that's our yeah. job together as a team. That's you know. right. Um, but the whole idea that it, uh, there's, you know, the Romney won the debate. It's like um, he he said a lot of things that people have to go go back and Google everything now. And uh, we don't. There's no winners and there's no losers in debates. It's just okay. Uh, did you? I mean, there's body language analysts out there and uh, really? speech therapists <laughs> that are that are looking at was there, was there too much listening? I don't know. He could be lying now. He could, so. It's it's all look. Most I think most people have their mind made up, and if you don't, uh, you're not really watching debates at this point. Oh yeah, I want I want to see all the rhetoric that they throw out of the debate, and that'll help me make up my mind. So it I don't really is. So. It's reality TV. Yeah, it's just yeah. another form of. It's a Jerry Springer show with guys right. in suits. Right. It's midi yeah. boo. Yes. Very and, very. And nor- the- yeah, I'll, I'll use some psychology terms. Very narcissistic, almost on the verge of kind of psychopathic uh, individuals. (laughs) Sorry. It is is a level of psychopathia if there is such a thing. You know, that's, and it's, I'm not just, I'm just saying politics in general, for whatever reason, it's, they all have this kind of similar quality of just this, this grandiosity, this manipulative component, the, you know, they act like they care about you, but it's really all about themselves. It's just crazy. I don't, yeah, I can get into the psychology, but I can't talk politics, though. <laughs> no. Well, but, by, um, talking to, by talking to psychology, you are talking to politics. That, yeah, it's, politics, uh, that's all it yeah. is. That's all yeah. it is. What, what people have, what they turn off. Hemingway talked about your internal unbreakable bullshit detector. Mm-hmm. And and like we, I think America, the American public has turned that off. We turn it off. You know, we, have you really watched reality TV? It's horrible. It's people who aren't actors pretending to be actors because they think that's the way they should act about mm-hmm. something that matters to nobody. You know, and, and and politicians are just the best reality show actors. Right. As I'm as I'm watching them going, they're lying. They don't really even believe what and neither do the people on, you know, trophy pig hunter storage wars. Right. I mean, uh, those shows are you kidding me? What the fuck are you saying? You know, I'm going to get him at the next bid on that storage shed. Who cares? You know, these guys talking about how they love America. They don't, they're lying. <laughs> they're all lying. Right. I'm sorry, I'm going to go away now and weep. That's okay. What, so I think what you have to do, what you really have to do is, uh, you, you have to, there has to be some resonance with one of the guys that's, uh, you like their style. You like, I mean, this is what it comes down to. It's, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like people picking, foot, pick, people picking football teams because you like the color of their helmet. It's, it's, right, it's right. the same kind of a, of a situation. It's the bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> give one of them a rose. And you give anything, oh, my God. You, you guys know, have so much. you got to go back and listen to this because like, you have so much good material just from you just talking kind of pre-associating. We're, we're just in a – I didn't – oh, we're on the air. Are we on the air now? We can't possibly be. No, yeah, we're, we're on the air. air. No, it's a good no. brainstorming Uh-oh. session. I thought this was a free interview. Oh, yeah. It's, I was uh, not, Jim. You know we're on the air. <laughs> I know. I, I, you um, know. See, he's well, being a politician. 
He was that they, was a, that was a perfect. Yeah, yeah, is this awesome. thing recorded? Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> so real quick, let's also just kind of I want you to pull it in. Just please, you know, as we're talking, plug where people can contribute to this development of this series, and just you know, give some information about what types of uh, perks and rewards you have okay, available. Yeah. I'm more than happy. I'm I'm glad you said that, Kerry, because I would like to address that immediately. Uh, <laughs> we everybody actually uh, to help us out. Don't step on the plug for Christ's sake. Listen. Okay. Uh, you know, if everybody can check out, uh, go to www.weapprovedthismessage.com. It'll take you directly to our uh, uh, fundraiser page right now. Uh, there's there's actually videos on there. We have our uh, Barack Obama guy Reggie Brown uh, in a very funny uh, little uh, video in the uh, in the beginning of the page. Uh, we have stills of the performers, uh, but uh, the incentives uh, to actually make donations are: we start out with uh, there's a ten dollar incentive. You know, we'll, we'll give you a thank you on our uh, our website. Um, in it starts to uh, increase a little for, you know, we have for $50, uh, there's an autographed photo of uh, of, the Bar- of our Barack Obama impersonator or our Mitt Romney impersonator. We we run up to, uh, actually for $100, and this is a fantastic one if anybody wants mm-hmm. to get, a, get on board. Uh, actually, you will, you're actually going to be a producer on our show. You'll be given a producer credit. Uh, you can stay at your house and still produce, but uh, you can uh, you and you can you can write a joke for either our uh, Obama or our Romney impersonator, and they will perform your joke, and we will film it and put it on a DVD uh, of that will also include all of the episodes from the series. So oh, wow. a, a, your own personal joke read and performed. By R. Obama or R. Mitt Romney. Uh, so if I give a hundred dollars, you'll actually finally use one of my jokes. That's exactly. <laughs> that's what I've been waiting for. That's, that's, oh that is, man, that's the ploy all along. You sneaky um, bastard. You know and, what? I have an idea. I'm going to talk to both of you off the air for a radio show. You guys are great. Oh, Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll brand, no, I'm serious. I would love to collaborate and I don't know, do some type of a special show on my well, uh, podcast. Well, here's the thing: oh. I, if we haven't annoyed the the audience entirely with our. our are whining and ranting. <laughs> Can you take a call? Is there anybody there? Is there any, no. Is anybody, nobody, nobody. Nobody's there, of course. No, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll, there's I'll people listening accent. in the chat room. The chat room listening in there. It. They're not brave enough to call in. Yeah, come on, we're, people. We're call challenging in. them. Don't be a pussy. Make a call. Come on. Come on. Nobody? So, I'm they, sorry. Keep going on in, in with some of the other perks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go, go. Perk it. Perk it up. Okay, we're... We're uh, we're running up from there. This, this is a fantastic uh, perk right here. For five hundred dollars, you actually get uh, for for just five hundred dollars uh, a, a small donation of five hundred. This is like a telephone, uh, and for, you get an associate producer credit, and you get ready. You actually get a private comedy writing lesson by me. If you can believe, you know, I'll, I'll bestow all of my uh, comedic gifts upon you, and you'll—I uh, should probably be paying them for this. But um, and uh, my my writing partner Jared uh, will also uh, be in on this. And if Richard uh, does so choose, he could uh, he could dispense some of his wisdom on you also. If you so, throw in lunch, yeah, 
Gotta be it's lunch. Just, there'll be soup with that, yes. Soup. Uh, Plenty of so, soup. Oh, Veda. All right, so go on, go on. Keep keep perking. We're keep running perking, up. Jim. Uh, we're going up God to a thousand. We're we're going to the tote now for a thousand for a thousand dollars. You'll receive. Uh, you're going to get co-executive producer credit on the series, which I don't even know what that means. But you know, you're you're an executive <laughs> producer, and and listen to this. You get to be a guest director on the set for filming uh, some of our uh, addition, additional episodes. So you you get to call action, you get to sit in a, a big chair, you get the you get the the little uh, the cone to yell through, and, you know, the clapper, <laughs> you know. So a cone yeah. to yell. A cone, you know, <laughs> action. Cohen. Like, you get the you get a you little get, Jewish, Irving Cohen. Cohen. You get a guy named Cohen to yell through. A little Cohen, uh, Albie yeah. Cohen. You yell through Albie, and he yells what you're yes. thinking to the guy who's acting. Oh, so there you uh, and our grand prize. Uh, if anybody's uh, so deep pocketed and so generous that they they can contribute three thousand dollars, three thousand, yeah, three thousand, you get all of the previous perks, and you get to go to a uh, exclusive dinner with either our Barack Obama impersonator or our Mitt Romney impersonator at a uh, let's just say a nice restaurant. Uh, okay. We haven't determined if it's Trader Vic's or not. Let, uh, we don't know if we have that kind of. No, it, it'll be a very, very nice restaurant. Uh, it'll, it'll be you and a guest, and uh, either our Barack or our Mitt Romney, and they're significant. In Missoula, Montana. Yes, right. <laughs> so uh, and that is uh, that's that's the gamut no, you of forgot all. One. You can't see Jim. You forgot the best perk of all, which is that you can't see Jim. You can go to a website and see, but he's very hairy. Yeah. And what I, what, what I've <laughs> offered right. to do, and I'm going to put this out there, gonna, he, I'm going to cover him with car wash, and we will detail your car using Jim. Oh wow. As the scrub. I, that that sounds like me, an incentive right there. That's, when uh, you see this guy's beard in his back, you will yeah. not believe how hairy a human being can be. You'll get to do a full we're body, wash full body Brazilian on me. That's what you get. Using to do. Jim. Yeah. Oh my you gosh, you guys are crazy. We we are our own best audience. Is that, is, yes, people we, we'll never room? get anything done, but we have a lot of fun doing it. Yes. Oh no, you guys get stuff done. No, you do. Is there anybody in the <laughs> so, chat room? That's yeah. Yeah, so let me see. There's people in there. there. No, they're sitting there. They're still in there. <laughs> they haven't identified they're, they're, themselves, they're but they're in stagnant. there. Do we have any questions from the alleged audience? That's in there. Now, don't go. Don't do that because whoever is listening will go. Nobody's listening to them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you have to it's you have to fine. bait them somehow. I don't know. I'm... All right. So here's here's another good question, and I know this is out there, but I'll ask you guys anyway. So, okay. So you, you finish this web series, and then what what does that mean? What 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 can happen after it? Is there any? Oh. Oh, there's a there, follow up. Yeah, we want to know what's going to. People might Take say, away. Right. Tell them what we have. Are we, are, are we, I don't really know if we should. We have a, 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 a that's hey actually. Guys, wait, wait, wait. Rich, I'm going to interrupt you. We do have a caller calling in. Okay. But I'm not okay. going to set myself up for the anticipation ah. of what we thought it was earlier. Okay. So here, let's yeah. bring this person on. All right. Okay. Area Hello. code 303, you're on with uh, Jim Shaughnessy and Richard Marcus. Hey, this is uh, Brian Oakley. Hey, oh, how, you doing, how are you? 
We're good. I, I just wanted to call in. I've been listening the whole time, so just want to call in and say hi while God you're all there. God bless you. Wow. How, how is it sound as, as annoying as I think it does? Or No. How are we doing? <laughs> it's, been, it's been fun listening. <laughs> oh, great. That's awesome. Thank you very much for, for saying that. Cool. And uh, thank you so much, Brian, for contributing to the uh, project. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I just wish I could do more. I just uh, um, I don't know if I already talked to uh, Jim. I sent an email a while back uh, telling him I would donate a lot of money this year to different projects. Oh yeah, you know what? And, <laughs> and Kerry, by the way, this uh, he is your first. I know he's going to be one of my guests. And That's he's right. A, he this this man is a is, I can only anticipate has a fascinating story. I know. Uh, me too. Yeah, he's. Uh, he he is an incredibly incredibly generous uh, contributor to several different projects on both mm-hmm. Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Uh, he helped my buddy's band out uh, uh, with with an, a, a ridiculously generous donation, and um, I can't thank him enough, obviously, for helping us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can't wait to actually. Uh, find out a little bit about you, Brian. It's uh, and believe me, the audience, if there is anybody left after this, uh, is uh, is going to really, really be transfixed because you. I, I know you have an awesome story. I just, yeah, I, me I, too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Jim, offer to wash, offer to wash his car. Yes. <laughs> so so what, what else? Go ahead. What no, else, no. Brian? How, how are you doing? That's good. Yeah, I just uh, I just want to call in and uh, say hi to everybody while you're all on there at once. So um, cool. That's terrific. You know. Yeah. Thank you. Hope, again, uh, hopefully, you know. some pe- more people can donate because uh, it's a great project. I'm not I'm not into politics myself, but I am into comedy. Me either. And it's yeah. a hilarious I, uh, skits that I've seen so far. So thank you very much. More really and help really. other people uh, contribute before it's too late. Yeah. You know what? Uh, if if you uh, know, if, if you're in a, a group of other generous people, if you know of anybody else, please you know spread the word. Uh, you guys are few and far between, but you know, it's uh, it's philanthropic efforts like this that really help us. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Brian, I've got I, Brian. I haven't met you, but I've got to say that Jim actually talks about you this way when we're not on the air. Yeah, which I think <laughs> he, we are now. It, we it, can't be on It's the embarrassing air. because he goes on and on about what a lovely human you are. And he doesn't say that about anyone. Seriously, I'm actually being serious. It's like, oh my God, he's so wonderful. Enough. Yeah, Enough no, please shut up. You don't know anything about him. He could be a really. Dick. It was, yeah. it's, it's disgusting, but I, I thank you. I do yeah. seriously because you carry a yeah. picture of me in his wallet and everything too. Uh, let's not go that far yet. Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. What did, Brian, wait, what did Brian say? Well, I said, did you carry a picture of me in his wallet? wallet. No. Wait, no, I actually, now hold I on here. Your, I have your Facebook picture as my wallpaper right now. So, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you're... you know, you know what we have in Brian. I got to say this, guys. You got to really recognize something. We have the subtle, southern accent, really funny guy, who has that dry sense of humor, which none of us have. You know that that dry kind of wit. You know, you got my picture in your wallet. That was oh, yeah. delivered very. That was delivered very well. Brian is in character right now. He can't really Brian. reveal that. <laughs> Those are the guys you got to watch for, the quiet ones. That's right. Quiet, that's right. That's yeah, right, the quiet ones. Quiet ones. Mm-hmm. Very subtle. Got my, Brian, can I have your picture from my wallet? 
Yeah, sure. No problem. Okay. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much, Brian. And I will be talking with Jim to uh, talk about, you know, scheduling an interview with you. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I will. It was great talking to you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll be, I will probably be calling in uh, during your show also because uh, if Kerry doesn't cover all the questions, I got a whole shitload of my own. So. Oh, cool. Uh, all right, maybe we can we can team them. We'll, we'll, we'll team yeah. them, Jim. Awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much again, Brian, and uh, thank you, thank everybody in, in in Radio Land for tuning. In. Are we signing off now, or no? No, no. I was just, you know, just I didn't want to keep Brian on. I mean, I wanted to, no, no. you know, it's up to him. He's so. our only fan. Please just leave <laughs> him. No. All right. no, we got tons of fans. No, it's I just, know. We, it's a it's an odd hour and night, and you know, et cetera. But no. the podcast will be available. <laughs> I know. I, I I definitely know that. So. Don't no. uh, Well, that's where you are. I'm I'm in New Jersey. Yeah. I, I, you know, where in Jersey are you, by the way? I'll tell you off the air, just so yeah. I don't give out too much personal oh. information. But I'll tell you. Oh, I see. <laughs> you don't know me. Oh, He's my. in our yeah, house. You got, that's what you got to remember something, Richard. I work in corrections. I'm paranoid. I'm paranoid all oh, the time. Oh, that's, that, that is true. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I forgot. That no, 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 no. It's okay. Don't but, worry. I, I did go out with a girl in Rawway. Yeah. I, I went that? out with a girl in Rawway, and we went past the prison there. So, oh, okay, you know, I, that's I, that's part of the system. But yes, that's further up north, right? The only reason the only reason I asked was because um, I, I I lived in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, as a child. Okay. And my cousins were, my cousins were in Teaneck and Englewood, so I have oh wow Jersey, we, Jersey I'll definitely talk to you about that because I have family up that way, so that's interesting. Oh my God. I have friends in South Orange. Um, oh, yeah. Columbia High School. Oh, every Jew in the world. <laughs> well, that's yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually calling from the prison that Kerry works at. I'm a rectile. Oh, no, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I told you. I <laughs> told you he was funny. Wait, who, who just said that? Brian just said that? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, this See? Up. I'm still here hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> he waits and he waits no, I know and then there. he nails it. A, I knew he was funny. Yeah, Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. I Very knew nice, it was Brian. Funny. That was brilliant. That's right, I'm Brian from Block, You're on the air. I'm gonna have to go in a minute because it's shower time here at the prison. So oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll let you go do that before you have right, to go to the best hall. Thank you for oh, hanging in and really waiting for that perfect moment to to throw that line in. That was that was excellent. <laughs> that was brilliant, Brian. Very good. Right. I'm hanging up though for real now. So I'll right. talk to you guys. Thanks. <laughs> That was All right. Funny. Thanks, Brian. Take yeah. care. Bye. I knew it. I He's knew never going to hang up. I, he, that was funny. That was funny. He was. That was great. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know he was still on the air. Oh no, no, no. That was that was very. That sneaky. was cool. I'm calling from. Cool. The, I'm calling from the prison. That's that's funny. <laughs> so okay, that's so a, we have to. Um, I also oh. want to give a plug real quick while you guys are on to. Uh, Laura Madsen from the Lady in Red blog because she yes, was a great she contributor. Yes, she was a very generous co- contributor to yeah. this also. So everyone check out the Lady in Red blog, and you can check her podcast out. She was on my show a few weeks ago, so she's got some great stuff and does some really cool interviews. So everyone check her out. Um, yay! Okay, so, yay! So um, what else is in store in terms of is there a spinoff? What's, what's going to happen? People might be oh, concerned. Right. Hey, I'm donating all this money, but okay, then what? We, we have should, a follow-up series. Should we, yeah, we, we do have a follow-up we, series. 
we really shouldn't mention what the concept is because no, okay. we don't want to reveal it yet. It's very exciting, very different, innovative. Nobody else is going to be doing it. Nobody. And, no, absolutely. We might not even be, but no, we are. <laughs> we're uh, we're it, it's going to involve uh, these candidates, a candidate, uh, and it's going to be uh, a completely original idea. So, as of November seventh, we're going to start in on this thing day after day. Nice. Yeah, and it's and it is it's uh, very insane. It's got a, a huge arc to it in that. And I'm not going to say, we can't say anything really, but but right. the, the pieces came together because we realized that you can't let comedy gold just drift away. That's right. Yeah, and, and, and so it's like, oh my God, this guy is way too funny to, you know, so. So we, yeah, cool. there, is, there is great things in store beyond uh, the we approve this message. Uh, with, yes. Uh, you know, it's going to live on, it's going to continue, it's. It'll have uh, many different incarnations, but we have something. Yeah, we have something uh, really cool planned for right after the election, and uh, it's all tied into this. Cool. Very cool, guys. Well, what else do you want to plug for the show? You know, again, plug the website, and uh, we'll we'll keep pushing this thing and keep looking to uh, get some contributions to it. Yeah. yeah, and anybody, obviously anybody who's uh, uh, contemplating uh, contributing to us uh, or even thinking about it, uh, it don't think that oh, you know, I can only, uh, I don't, I can't really give that much, ten dollars. That's not really every every penny helps. Mm-hmm. Every pen, oh. every every saw buck takes us to our our goal that much faster. So. Uh, Please just help out with anything you can, and it will be greatly appreciated. Believe me. Uh, as, as, Zero Must, as Zero yeah. Mustel said, have you ever seen an actor eat? And that we, doesn't, we to, that doesn't date Richard at all, by the way. A Zero Mustel reference, by the way. It's just uh, cutting it. <laughs> I think he performed with Nicki Minaj uh, this year at the uh, Grammys. But uh, Keep it up, Harry. No. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to keep, I'm trying to keep this thing within 50 years of uh, of the yeah, listeners. Take, take. But, all right. No fucker rolling down. No, right. By the way, no. Zero How's that for on the air? Zero must tell Gene Wilder uh, in the, one of the funniest movies of all time, The Producers. Before that, oh, thank Nathan you for Lane giving us that extra credit. But, he, you yeah. know, really, the, the lunches, especially, these guys are in L.A. Mm-hmm. And even, even, even a... a uh, lunches in LA are just incredibly expensive, and they demand to be fed for some reason. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I don't know why. Cool. Well, I'm oh. really excited about this project, guys, and I think it's. And I certainly be... hope there's some people that are listening that also can feel the feel the electricity that, that's going through us right now. Mm-hmm. They, we're, we're yeah, I mean we're really we're stoked about it, as they say out here in LA, and I don't know why I use that term, but. Uh, we're because you're from, yeah, you're from Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's rad. It's a rad project. But yeah, uh, I think though, Jim, I think really, and Richard too. I think people will really appreciate it, like you said. Once you know, hearing the audio is one thing, but seeing the you know oh, yeah, people you in action. I mean that thing. that is when you really get a true kind of flavor and feeling for what the project's all about. So if you go to uh, 
www.weapprovethismessage.com. Watch the video. You will see previews of our pilot episode in the uh, in the Barack Obama video. Mm-hmm. So yes. Check That's that awesome. out. Stop listening to us, all, all five of you, and now please, please go. And, <laughs> and, uh, and bear in mind that the person you will see is is not really Barack Obama, but an amazing simulation. So just because he's doing some very strange things. You know, you can imagine that it's actually the president doing these really weird things because mm-hmm. it looks just like him. That's right. So it's That's right. really and, spooky. And if uh, if that has insulted any of the audience's intelligence, yeah, we apologize for what he just said. So <laughs> Thank you for insulting I think, my intelligence. I think those, I think these fuckers get it. Okay, you know, they're kind of hip. They're kind of cool. They're they're her listeners. You know. But, yeah, I think, you know, I hope people have a sense of humor, and that's exactly no, why I, well, but personally, that's why I became interested in the project. I have no involvement with politics. I don't talk about it. I don't really like it, but I could appreciate what you guys were doing, and I was like, this is original, it's novel, and that's what I love to get involved in, just different stuff, you know, not these cookie yeah. cutter stuff that everyone's right, doing. We're trying, to, we're trying to humanize and ridiculousize everything that's going on with these two guys, basically. Right. We're, Show the zany, you know, goofy, uh, over the top. The, the, you know, we'll say anything to try to get your vote, kind of uh, thing. To you know, and even they're doing. It, it is sometimes difficult to to get beyond the the craziness of what the real ads are like. But uh, I think you'll I think you'll appreciate the fact that we're gonna we're just going after voting demographics. And these mm-hmm. guys will never do that. They'll never they'll never play directly to uh, Hispanic voters. And we'll tell and and you'll well, see where Mitt, the disconnect Mitt did is. Turn up, Mitt did turn up looking like an orange Julius. That, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well, you he, know. He, uh, yeah, that's funny. He, he did pander. Yeah, he, he wore this incredible. He was in round <clears throat> face, this incredibly heavy bronzer. When he, he went on the uh, the Spanish Univision television, Univision, yeah, it was amazing. He might as well have been uh, John standing there, stand, standing there with a sombrero and a, and, a, and, a, and a mule next to him. I mean, it was it was really over the top. But uh, that's funny. But no one says anything about it. no no. It's like oh no 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 that wasn't in the yeah. Fantasy. We're saying the things that nobody says anything about. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And hopefully, okay, saying them a lot funnier so than we say. <laughs> Uh, All right, guys. Well, let's start wrapping things up. This has been a great show and great interview, and I'm really excited to uh, let's push this podcast, get it out there, so that we can uh, still use these 10 days left that we have to raise the uh, additional funds. Yeah, and if anybody happens to be tuning in that's already donated, uh, once again, we thank you tremendously for uh, for kicking in, helping out with this. It means a lot. Every every donation. Is is getting us towards uh, getting additional uh, episodes of this produced. So uh, it's all going into the production, and you're going to get a great product out of it. We guarantee. We it. don't make a penny, not one single cent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are a nonprofit organization. Not a that's true. Nothing. We are we are nonprofit, and as you mentioned, yes. Jim, I mean it's not just you know, everyone who's donating that we appreciate it. We're also putting, you know, our, our energy, our time in and even our own money. So That's right. you know, it's just yeah. it's a collaboration from everyone. That is absolutely true. So mm-hmm. uh, and if and if they manage to get 
public radio off the air will still be on the air asking for donations just oh, so you still feel like public radio is still on the air. We'll just keep asking for Pledge Week. Yeah, Jim, Jim Lair will have his own blog talk radio. Yeah, we're going to give Jim Lair a We will place call for in. Yeah. What so, is wrong uh, with his eyes? What is wrong with Jim Lair's eyes? It's like he has little buttons. Yeah, well, Nobody I, ever I, mentions his I, eyes. I know. I, no, no, the, I think Romney thought he was a Muppet also. I think that he, was it, yeah. He, no, uh, actually, Romney, I like Big Bird. Romney I like ignored you. him. Uh, Romney ignored him because he made he thought that Blair was part of the forty seven percent. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> so we <laughs> could just ignore him. That's it. Oh, you guys are great, but we're, we're definitely going to talk about maybe doing some type of a show, an exclusive show every once in a while. I think it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> no, I really That's do. Right. I think it would be great. If you, I guarantee you've lost every one of your listeners. No, you're no, I did not. No, actually, no, I not. told you, Jim, your your last podcast and it still continues to get just tons of rage. Yeah, really. Wow. I am not wearing yeah. any clothes. That's well. I'm you sure said, Richard, you're, you're not wearing any clothes. None. No. I am naked. No. That's what we're gonna make this a sexy radio show. Now I really lost everyone. No, I'm just joking. Oh, right. um, <laughs> if we, yeah, well, I, I think that we can sign off on that. That that, that visual. <laughs> Right there. Um, so, uh, and also, if you, if it's possible, I don't know if you're going to be putting it up on the website, the uh, the link for, or the at least the uh, the web address for uh, weapprovethismessage.com. So people can find that, Carrie, also on the the website or. On the Jim, is that the link we approve? On your is that site, the link, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show it's you on, um, which which website you're referring to. On you your mean podcast. On your, on your on your page where you broadcast this, or? yes, it's in your bio. I have it in there. Oh, yep. it's in my bio. Wait, yep. Right, right, right next to her stiletto heel. Yes. <laughs> not yeah. that he, not that he's paid attention or anything. It's like no, not at all. No. No, it's uh, it's next to his uh, to the divorce. If you go to the right prison there. looking like that. <laughs> no, gosh, no! I look. Oh my God! It's, it's that's a, it's why, a that's why these men are like. in prison. What are you talking about? Come on. No, right. are you kidding me? I'd never be able to walk in there like that, and I would not want to walk in there like that. <laughs> Some of the guys in there so. dress like that. No, yeah, they, they wear the same outfit sometimes. But, yeah. right. All right. Right. Well, that's right. Right. prison all erupted right. in a riot today when. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we will all sign off and. Okay. Please thank every, we thank everybody for tuning in and uh, go to www.weapprovethismessage.com uh, and help out with whatever you can as a donation. That great. I'm going away now. All right. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. And, and keep, uh, again, promote the podcast. I'll be promoting it. I'll be promoting the website and all that good stuff to uh, keep spread the word out there. I still don't think we're on the air. I, I, we can't possibly be. This is such a no, regular, comfortable. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. It's right. been great. It's been we'll fun. edit all that out. Thank you all so right. much, guys. All right. Get Thank you, air, Jerry. Jim. All right. All right. Thanks, to get us Jim off and the Richard. Air, Jim. All right. I'm going to okay. get Bye. you off the air now. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Z, this is Z105.2. We're coming up next with a little bit of Van Halen for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, right. Jim. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone, again, you just heard Jim Shaughnessy, and uh, we had the honor of Richard Marcus, another comedy writer, calling in. So if you tuned in late or you didn't get a chance to check out the podcast, it will be available as soon as the show ends tonight. Please, again, we so much appreciate your support, all the contributions that people have made to this project to make it uh, 
viable and come to life. So go to weapprovedthismessage.com. And again, it's spelled W-E-A-P-P-R-O-V-E-D, this, T-H-I-S, message.com. All right, so um, next week I don't really have a show book because I kind of put another show in this week and did two back-to-back. Um, so I might have something. Just check the Carrie Edelman Show page. Please become a fan on Facebook. has all updates of upcoming shows, guests, and events. Um, please follow me on Twitter. If you follow me, I will follow you. And uh, you can go to at Carrie Edelman. And uh, if you can, also befriend me on Facebook. And it would be great to just keep in touch with everyone. I appreciate the support. And it's just been an amazing run having all these awesome guests on my show. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We were talking tonight about uh, narcissism. We were talking about psychopaths. And I'm going to play one of the songs off of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, which is available on uh, iTunes and all major digital sites. If you're interested and you like what you hear, uh, you can download the album. It has 10 songs, or you can just download one of the singles. So the song I will play tonight off of it is called Sinking In. I haven't played this in a while, but I actually do use the term uh, sociopath in it, which is interesting. People always laugh when they hear that. So check out Sinking In, and uh, we'll be back at least within a week if I'm not back on next week. Thanks so much. Have a great night.
them put in a situation again to just be turned away, but in the end, I will fail. So now I will walk away and I will not look back anymore. But in the end, I will fail. But in the end,